Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. On today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit just about our the end to the boots and bar journey and how that was came about in kind of an unexpected and abrupt way. But I struggled to figure out where to start with this conversation because for us, making the decision to... Uh, like when we were deciding she would graduate from Boots and Bar, took a lot of twists and turns and decisions based on where we were at, the medical advice we were given, and um, I don't, I don't want any of this to be construed as like the right way or the wrong way to go about this. I just want to talk about our experience and kind of what led us to this point. And then I'll talk a little bit about how we made the decision to kind of end quicker than we anticipated. So going back all the way to the start, when we transferred care and got a second opinion from Dr. Dobbs when our cutie was only three months old, it was kind of under the impression that we were going to do boots and bar until she was four. And at four, most likely if everything had gone well and her feet had maintained correction and uh, flexibility that we would be able to discontinue boots and bar at age four. So along those next three, four years, uh, Dr. Dobbs moved his practice to a Um, from St. Louis to Florida, which made it more difficult for us to go and see him just because when he was in St. Louis, it made it easy for us to um, travel back and forth um, in day trips, frankly, like being in the Denver area, it was easy for us to get on a flight, see him, and then get on a flight home that same day. And when he moved to Florida, that just wasn't a reality anymore. And At that same time, our cutie was about 18 months when COVID happened. And so travel, everything like that, just threw a wrench in everything, as everybody knows. And we went and saw Dr. Dobbs in Florida once after, um, like, after the pandemic, kind of in that June of 2021. So we were a year and some change into it. And, um... But after that, it just, it, it was difficult to um, continue to see him. And so we, the last time that we saw him, just, I mean, travel-wise, right? Like, it, it, it was hard to justify the costs of it, and everything was going really well for our cutie as far as that goes. So we had kind of made the decision that we were going to transfer our care locally, while that being said, we have always seen our PT here, even when, um, by here I mean in the Denver area, and through Children's Hospital of Colorado. So we'd seen him throughout the entire COVID, through everything. Um, we would do at least every six months check-ins just to get hands-on feet. I mean, I know it's it became hard for everybody because... There is just something lost in those virtual appointments um, with clubfoot care. And I think they're better than nothing, but they're not the best because you can't, at least for me as a mom and just the way that I function, it was always easy. It always felt like there was a piece missing if it was just the virtual appointment um, because there wasn't actually checking her flexibility and seeing her in person. And so we 
continued to see RPT throughout this whole time. And so our cutie was what? Three, just after three when we saw Dr. Dobbs for the last time. And I don't know if we'd really thought about ending Boots and Bar at that point at three, even though, um, you know, I'm not talking we were going to stop at three. I'm just saying like we hadn't even thought about four or five or what that would look like. So four comes around, you know, a year later and RPT was definitely like, you know, we, you should brace until five. That was his, um, medical opinion and it was going well for our cutie. And so for us, it was this idea that we were like, why not just continue unless there becomes a hindrance or some issue why we shouldn't. Now, with that being said, I don't, you know, I, I did a lot of thinking about why are we continuing to brace? Are we bracing? At some point, we have to stop. And if, you know, one doctor is saying that it's okay at four, um, I I don't, I don't, I had to question whether I wanted to continue to brace because I wanted to or whether, uh, whether it was really in her best interest. And so I think, it was one of those decisions that we just made to continue with it until there was something that was that happened that we didn't need to. Okay, so we made the decision to continue to brace until five. And during that time frame, we really did. It was she had really transferred into just nighttime wear, so she was wearing her boots and bar every night. And um, then fast forward to a few months ago, January of 2023, we went and saw another clubfoot orthopedic surgeon here in Colorado and she basically gave us the go-ahead to discontinue wearing boots and bar altogether like her correction is great she has great mobility great flexibility she was like if you want to stop today you can or you can continue until she's five at that point we were like uh I don't I don't know if we were fully ready we had started to gather this idea of wanting to go out with a bang like with a big celebration and if you follow me on Instagram you'll kind of see the the videos and reels and pictures of what that celebration entailed and so we kind of wanted we didn't want it to just be something where we kind of petered out but we wanted to do kind of a big deal about it, right? So we had made the decision we're going to brace until she, until the day of her great graduation of the Boots and Bar Party, where we invite like all of her friends, all of our family, a lot of people to this party to help her kind of celebrate this huge milestone for her and this big accomplishment that she had gone through. And that just felt really important to us. And so we had decided to stick with it until she was almost five. We were going to be a couple weeks shy because we were doing the party a couple weeks before her birthday, and we didn't want to have to continue after that. So that was our, for all intents and purposes, what we were, the plan we were going to stick to. And of course, that's always hilarious because it never really seems to go exactly as planned. And about, I don't know, 10 days before the big party, she had had her first soccer game and I had noticed that she was running with her hands in her pockets. It's cold. Spring soccer here in Colorado is uh, just a real beauty. It's windy. It's cold. It's never, um, 
the weather's just never great. The fall is so much better, but spring soccer is questionable. And so she had her coat on and she's running with her hands in her coat. And I remember telling my husband, I was like, we got to tell her not to run with her hands in her pockets. Like she, it's, it's not safe. And I mean, at this point she's on grass. So like worse can happen if she's just going to fall and, you know, into the grass, but she eventually takes the coat off. We don't think about it again. Later that night, we were at a friend's house across the street, and uh, we were coming home before bedtime. It was, you know, right before bed. We'd stayed up a little bit later than we probably were used to, and she is running across the street, and sure enough, her hands were in her pockets, and she tripped, and she fell, and she ended up busting her top lip like open, and so she had a big cut on the inside of her lip, and she had a... um like a little bit of a cut on her upper gums. And I mean, I can't tell you, like it bled to high heaven. It was really, um, it was a lot. It took a lot to staunch the bleeding and to um, get it to where it would calm down. It's difficult with the lip. Thankfully, she didn't need stitches and it was in the upper lip. And so there wasn't really those tend to, as far as I can read and have told, I, my good friend's a nurse and she came over and looked at it. Cause I was like, are we going to have to take her to uh, children's to get stitches? And we were like, nah, it's, it's not deep enough. It didn't go through all the lip. It was just on inside the lip and those typically heal pretty quickly, but it's really hard to get them to stop bleeding. And they reopen frequently once the first trauma occurs. And so we're trying to get her to go to bed. It's already past her bedtime. She's got this bleeding lip. I have decided to sleep in her room with her because I just, you know, am the mom that I am and I'm worried. So I'm like, I'm going to stay in the room with her. And we were just like, all right, we're not going to do boots tonight. Like we are nine days out, 10 days out from her being done with them. And we're just like, it's too much to do something on top of the busted lip. So she ends up, we get her calmed down. She falls asleep. We're sleeps through the night. And at this point, we're nine days left. And we wake up the next day. We're all exhausted. And, you know, she's not feeling so hot because her lip is sore and painful. And I remember I just texted my husband and I was like, because I didn't, I wanted to talk to him. You know, if you're in the same room with your kids and you want to have a conversation and you don't, want to have it in front of them out loud you text the joys of technology right so I text him and I'm just like should we just be done like should we just call it should we just call boots and bar like we're at nine we're nine days out at this point we've um braced to a, an extent that we definitely think is um maybe even further beyond what we were told we had to. And so why are we going to continue? It was kind of always our frame of mind that if something happened that caused an issue like hand, foot, mouth, where she had to be out of her brace for a certain amount of time that maybe then we'd consider like, okay, is it worth it to kind of push back into the boots and bar? And so we had decided, we both just agreed like, okay, we're just going to call it now, which was nine days before her party. And we ended up taking her to get ice cream. Obviously she couldn't eat a whole lot cause she had a busted lip. And so um, we took her to get ice cream and we told her, we said, listen, you don't, you don't have to wear your boots and bar anymore. And she started crying and we thought she'd be excited, but 
in reality, she's been struggling lately with the end of things. She doesn't want things to end. We go on a trip and she doesn't want to go home um, because she's going to miss it too much. She's really into missing things, um, it, which is new for her. And I don't know whether that has to do with the end of this boots and bar journey for her. I'm sure there is some part of it that it does. But she started crying and said, but I still want to wear them. And so we just said, well, if you want to wear them, you can. We're going to let you make that decision. Because at this point, we're like, if she wants to wear them, she can wear them. Like we're, we are, you know, for the next 10 days, why don't we just see what she wants to do? And so she said, but we can, you know, made sure that we said, like, we're going to, you're going to still keep our boots and bar. Like, I don't have to give them away and they're still mine. Right. And I'm like, yes, of course. Like we told her we would keep them for as long as she wanted them. And, you know, she's got some custom colors that are special to her. And I think she's just, you, you forget as a parent that like, I mean, you know, because you're doing it every day, but these kids, this is what their life is. They haven't known anything different. Like when I'm explaining what the treatment is to someone who has no idea, they're like, it started when she was 13 days old and it hasn't, there haven't been any time since then where she didn't have cast or boots and bar in her daily life. And you forget sometimes that that's a big portion of their life. It's huge. And I think in that moment, we just realized like, we don't want to push her out of it. And we had heard from other parents and I had seen on social media that some kids really struggle with the transition out. Like you think it's going to be exciting and it's this big celebration and, um, and it is really exciting, but sometimes the kids are not as ready as we are to be done. And so we kind of made that decision to let her decide, well, lo and behold, she's never, she, within those those 10 days have come and gone, the party has come and gone, and not once has she asked to wear her boots and bar. So even though there were tears about the end, it never came to the point where she actually wanted to wear them. And we said every night, you know, do you want to wear your boots and bar? And she would say, no, not tonight, maybe tomorrow, you know, so it, it kind of helped her maybe get some control over the end too. It wasn't as if we were just deciding for her, but she got to decide some of it. But anyways, it was an unexpected end to the journey because we kind of had this big plan of we're going to do the boots and bar party. And that will be the last night that she has to wear her boots and it'll just be, um, this big thing. And then it turned out to be something, um, different. And, I was proud of the way that we just kind of rolled with it and we stuck with what we had always said we were going to was when it became a little bit too much, um, then it was too much. And we decided to, you know, kind of call it because we were so close to the end and we just, we could see that she just needed the break. And um, so it was an interesting end to our Boots and Bar. And now as we kind of have transitioned out of it, We've seen that it has helped her with the control aspect to be able to kind of make decisions whether or not she wants to wear them or not. And I didn't anticipate even ever doing that or giving that as an option. And this kind of change in plans allowed that to happen in a really um, authentic and natural way, which was also unexpected. So 
that was kind of our little unexpected end to the Boots and Bar with um, fanfare in one way, but less fanfare than we expected. And I think it's just interesting to think about what is it from your child's perspective of what they need at the end too. And um, to just kind of be open to different to different things as they come, right? Like, so that was one of the lessons that I learned from that was that we have to be able to take each day, each moment as, as it comes and adjust as necessary. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised with how we approached that during this part of her journey. Um, so anyways, that's kind of the end of our Boots and Bar unexpected journey. And if you found this episode helpful, please uh, share with somebody or like or subscribe to the podcast if you want to know when more are coming out. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so through my website at maureenhoff.com or through my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Until next time.